<laughs> I blocked it out. <laughs> Because I'm so ashamed of myself whenever I like pee myself, but I pee myself. <laughs> We're back. <laughs> We're back. We missed you all. Welcome, welcome back to another episode of the Two in One Podcast, aka, AKA the Pro Pissing Yourself pa- uh, Podcast, the Incontinence Podcast. <laughs> Bro, I was like, what is that word when you like can't hold it? I'm going to have that. I know I'm going to be like one of those mm. old people that pees themselves. I do it now. Like I already can't hold it. Sometimes. Maybe you should get on top of like Kegels. Mm-hmm. Mm. I thought about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How often do you think about that? You're like, is it like whenever a- I'm like, I can't hold it. Mm. And I'm like, I don't think this is like normal for my age. <laughs> is your bladder just like extremely small? I don't know. Mm. I don't know. But like this has been a thing that I've had. Ever since it became too old to like, ever since I became the the age where you're too old to pee yourself, mm-hmm. I've still like been peeing myself. Yeah. Right. Like I still have like moments where I'm like, oh my God, I cannot hold it. So. Like I physically can't hold it. Yeah. No. Okay. No, I mean like, okay. Do you just push yourself to the brink every time or, I mean, or is some, it like the ramp up? Is it that steep of a ramp up? You know? Um. I don't know. That's a good question. Hmm. I don't think I like let myself get that full yeah to where i can't hold it anymore okay okay right there's yeah there's totally been times where i'm like i didn't like drink that much water or drink that much like beer or juice i don't know whatever coffee yeah, yeah. and it feels like i really have to pee hmm. is it like with everything that you drink like you know mm-hmm. how like when you drink water not always okay not okay. always it just like it doesn't just go through you like yeah yeah okay okay yeah hmm. It's not every it's not like every time that I pee that I'm like, oh, my God, I can't hold it. But I feel like generally when I get to that point where I should be able to hold it for longer, I can't. I get that. I get that. Like I should be able to hold it for like like. I don't know. I've never had this conversation. (laughs) I don't know. I don't have like a reference point of like how long you should be able to hold it. I feel like you can train yourself to hold it in more. Um. And the only reason why I think that is because, like, you've heard of that whole thing where it's like if you're drinking and you break the seal, it all of a sudden you have to go, mm-hmm. like, keep um, going. You yeah, can, you just keep going more frequently than you ever did, mm-hmm. um, or whatever. And um, I tested that out, and I feel like the seal thing is kind of real. Like, you can just like, cause I I don't know, like when I'm drinking all night, I can hold it up until a certain point, but like, but then once you go, you have once to keep you go, going. It's over. It's over. Like I gotta keep, I gotta. This is hmm. gotta leave my body now. Yeah, yeah. I've never, I've never thought of it like that. Yeah, like I wonder if it's like the same thing as water, like where it's like you're just pissing nonstop. I I feel like it's stronger with alcohol for sure. Mm. Alcohol and coffee. I oh, think, coffee's horrible. Yeah, horrible. I think if I if it's if I'm having a day where I'm just drinking a lot of water, it's not hard to hold in. There's something about like really diuretic drinks no that, i feel like just make it harder as soon as i get water in me it's game over i mean i know i'm gonna piss this out in like 15 minutes oh really yeah it's you that think, bad like water goes like if you? i drink a good amount of water that good amount of water is being pissed out into a good amount of piss you know wow that's interesting sometimes i'll chug water like forever and i'm like where is it like it's not coming out like and i don't even need, feel the need to be that's interesting same with like number two there's times really? where i'm like i'm like number eating everything and 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 i'm not like I'm not pooping. You know, 
you might want to get that checked out. But I think, yeah, I should that, get a lot of things checked out on my body. Oh, you know, that makes me think like I've had that that thought recently where it's like, you're probably not the only one. I'm not the only one who thinks that I should get shit checked out on my body. Like I was just telling my roommate um, that I need to get my wisdom teeth taken out. Mm. You know, and it's just like, yeah, it's just like, and yeah, we talked about that recently Mm -hmm. where it's like, um, I'm not going to do it because insurance and insurance Mm -hmm. things, you know, they go into like, there's a whole, all kinds of ways of why you're not taking care of yourself of like, especially like your physical health. You know, some people don't get checked up because they just can't afford it. And that's Mm kind of like the boat I'm in right now. Mm -hmm. And that's a shame because like, it makes you think like, oh, the stress level in America is probably ass. Like, yeah. Because, like, never mind if, like, imagine if you were a parent and oh. you need, you need, and then, like, you need, you need to, to take, like, your kid or something. But, and like, on top of it, like, you, let's say you take care of your kid, but you still need to take care of yourself. yourself. Yeah. You know, and if you can't afford it, you can't afford it. So I bet you a lot of people are choosing their kids' well being over them. Over, over you know? them. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I will say for the wisdom teeth, I feel like we probably could get that fixed. My insurance, like, the dentist I was going to wouldn't cover, like, with my insurance anesthesia for taking out my wisdom teeth but i could have also gone to another dentist and looked for another one and i'm just like a piece of shit and i didn't go fair enough but i think i should i that's something you know that i could have also i haven't gone to the doctor in like three years now which is something i could have easily taken care of i went to the doctor for the first time in like over a decade and i got a physical and you know i'm good guys but like uh overall like that's just, I feel like everyone just kind of is scared about it too. Mm-hmm. Maybe not just not on top of the not just the insurance thing, but I do think there's a fear as well. Oh, totally. Yeah, there like, is a fear. My parents like they never go to the doctor until they like actually need to go. Yeah, because they're like, I'm scared that I'm gonna go in for a checkup and I'm gonna have cancer or well, something. That's, like, I, I think routine that's checkup. everyone's fear, honestly. Not me. I'm just lazy. Mm-hmm. I don't I, like. I'm not. I've never been scared. You've of Never like, thought that. Like, no, like, I've never I, thought of like whenever I go into a checkup that I'm gonna be seriously sick. I always think that because like you just never know with life. But I feel like you would feel like I would feel if don't. something was off. Some people don't. Some people yeah. just die sporadically. Some people find out they have stage three or four cancer when they go get that checkup. Um, there was this NBA player who just recently got traded um, to, uh, I believe, um, I forgot where he got traded, uh, but he got traded for James Harden, if anyone knows what I'm talking about. Oh, no, this guy got traded to the Indiana Pacers, and his name is Karis LeVert. And James Harden is the guy with the beard? Yeah, yeah. Oh, he, I actually did hear about this. You heard about that? Yes. You know what's funny? I didn't want to talk about it on the podcast, but we're talking about it. James Harden is in the Nets right now. There's a big three going on in Brooklyn. You know, uh, point is, this guy got traded point is. to Brooklyn, but mm-hmm. Brooklyn also sent one of their guys to Indiana mm-hmm. to fulfill the trade. Um, he got a physical as he was getting traded to Indiana and then found out there was something wrong with his kidneys. Didn't know anything about it until... Wait, James Harden or no, the no, other no, guy? Karis Levert. Um, he found out there was like a, a cyst or something wrong with his kidneys and he didn't feel anything. He didn't know anything until mm-hmm. the doctors told him. So it's just one of those things where if you have stage four cancer, a cyst on your ovaries or something like that, you might not know until someone examines it. Okay. But here's another thing. Maybe you do have something wrong, but who's to say it won't resolve itself. I feel like when you start physically feeling bad or when you feel like something's off, then I, I would obviously I would go to the doctor. But yeah. I'm like, oh my god, like I have 
I don't know, a pain that's not going away or I'm nauseous all the time. Or you know what I mean? Like if something's I'm dizzy all the time, whatever. But I think it's normal. I don't know. This is coming from someone who hasn't gone to the doctor in like a long time. <laughs> but usually like when I feel bad, like I, when I feel physically unwell, my first instinct is like, eh, it'll pass. You know, whatever Same it is, here. it's going to resolve itself. And then if it doesn't, then that's when I like go. Yeah, no, I get you. I, I just try to listen to my body. Like if it's one of those things where I can handle it, I can feel it. Mm-hmm. And my tolerance is, you know, fine yeah. enough to deal with it. You know, it's whatever. Like when I broke my elbow, dude, like the minute I got home. I knew. Oh yeah, you. I knew I had yeah. to go. Like you'll know, but yeah. I don't know. It it is interesting though because some some terminal things can be undetected. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, I feel like I actually like do need to go to the doctor. Though. Yeah, you should. Because there's these like back pains that I get like around the time where I'm gonna get my period that no, are like yeah. unbearable. I know. Yeah, I remember you telling me about the one. Thing. No, one time I thought like I threw out my back. Like I literally could Wasn't not. That like, yeah, it was. It was. I'm pretty sure I told you. Yeah, no, like you like were, I couldn't hang out or something for like yeah, a week. Yeah, I remember. You, I remember you had to like. <laughs> so I was like, I can't. I like, I cannot stand up straight. Yeah, no, I remember like you were like bedridden too. Yeah, yeah, dude. I it don't was, know. and I looked so dumb. Like whenever I would try to stand, I literally couldn't like straighten my back out. And then I got my period, and it just went away, really? just like that. Damn, it was like, totally like menstrual related, like was, menstrual cycle. Related. I had a coworker one time. I'm not gonna name her or anything like that, but I had a coworker who had period pains, and she came up to me, like after she was she, after she asked to be excused. Um, she came up to me. She was like, "Dude, you will not believe it. I was just laying on the ground in the bathroom floor for like ten minutes straight." And oh, baby. Oh, Aubrey. These damn fireworks, bro. Why? There's nothing happening right now. Have you heard that thing about, uh, you know, okay, real quick, to finish that story. My coworker was in pain Mm because of period cramps, you know. So, yeah, I can understand. I could totally understand. Like, period pain is. It's terrible. It sounds horrible. Like, honestly, like, the whole, like, the whole cycle, not just, like, the time that you're on your period, but there's always something happening. You're always feeling something. You're always going through some shit. Like, I can't believe this is just something we live with. Like, yeah, no, I, I do. I, and I wonder if the hormones in our food are making it worse. No, that's, that's another conversation. That's, totally, that's another but. conversation for sure. And I do think they are. Like, what you put into your body does matter. Mm-hmm. Um, what were you just going to talk about, though? You were going to, the fireworks came out. Oh, yeah. Have you heard, have, has anyone ever heard this thing <laughs> where, like, uh, like when you hear random fireworks in, like, November and you're thinking, oh, wow, they still have Fourth of July fireworks or something like that? Or, like, mm-hmm. Whatever, you know, it's just that thing where it's like it could be a code where it's like a drug dealers. If it's one, you know, the best is the good thing. or something like that. Two, we've been compromised, you know. Oh, I believe that. Yeah. Yeah. I like I can. That's I believe that pretty ingenious. Like when you really think about it, man, like if you're trying to communicate to someone, mm-hmm. you know, who's you just, just like set a off a firework. Down, set a firework off. Yeah. They're going to think it's just like kids. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No. Yeah. I've never had any thought of a, of a firework other than it being a firework for no reason. Just or for a gunshot. Yeah. No. Sometimes I've thought it was like a gunshot. Mm. But then again, if it's like gunshots if it's gunshots, are, they're going to be multiple. Yeah. No, you know? gunshots are distinct, though. Some people like will know fireworks. You can pretty much kind of tell from the beginning. A gunshot close enough, though. I think a, 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 a firework far away sounds like a gunshot close. Mm. Like this firework sounded like it was right here. Like it yeah. sounded like a firework. No, yeah. That sounded like a firework. But who knows? Who knows? 
that's interesting. I didn't know that. And I totally believe that because uh, I mean, well, was like, it, isn't it like the real. Sinaloa cartel in <laughs> Movell? Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> or like in these areas in Paris and Movell. around here. They, Dude, yeah. San Bernardino, isn't San Bernardino like filled with meth? Like. Yeah. There's just, there's drugs everywhere mm. now. There's drugs everywhere, there's especially drugs everywhere. in Portland. Or in, in Portland. Oregon. Oregon. In Oregon. Overall, Oregon, right? For real? Yeah. Didn't they legalize all the drugs? Oh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, for real? Oh, yeah. But probably like less organized, like crime. Unless like mm. the, the organized crime is like selling the drugs to the legal stores. They're supplying. Right. I mean, like, I feel, I feel like, like, okay, legalizing all drugs is like the way to go if you want to stop like drug wars and drug crime and mm -hmm. all of that. But you have to do it. Um, everywhere for it to work right well you can't yeah. just do it in one state yeah. because then like well i mean like the mobs can just still sell their product to think, the legal stores in that one state it's gonna only go to like like for new york example new york is broke new york needs some kind of stimulation going on here mm -hmm. why not legalize some drugs and make everyone pay for that shit you know and that helps stimulate new york helps get, bring it back from like any debt possible mm -hmm. you know tax the fuck out of it I feel like if anyone's going to legalize anything, it's going to be failed state, uh, fail, failed cities, like failed cities that need this desperate, kind of desperate help. Mm -hmm. Like, um, I think that's the first to go. They're all in on it. Yeah. Like at the end of the day, at the end of the day. Yeah. You know, they're going to do it when they have to, because why money talks in this capitalist country? Like yeah. it, that's the, that's the whole thing about it, you know? And we were just talking with COVID, you know, it's with COVID money talks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all of that. I second all of what Victor said. Also, thanks for tuning into this episode. We're back. We haven't really like addressed the the hiatus, but we're yeah, back after like a, it's just what like a three week. Just a three week hiatus, three guys. Week hiatus. You, you didn't miss it that much, did you? Did you? <laughs> did you? I hope you did. Yeah, we probably <laughs> had like our our like three, four, five, six. I don't know how however many regular listeners. You know, we have that well, actually all of you, listen to it. All of you. Yeah, all of you. Um, and if you're watching... Thanks if for you're, tuning back in. If you're watching some clips right now, hey, if you like the set, let us know. You know. Yeah, comment. Give us give us your comments about yeah. the set. If you like it. If you it. don't like it, okay. If you, if you don't like it, okay. we especially want to know. Yeah, why? 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 But, so, where have you been? Where, where, where have we been? <sighs> I went to Mexico. Mm. I went to Mexico while i like while i possibly had covid and then i didn't have time to get tested um and i went <laughs> and know, i went to mexico um it was a family trip it was planned there was nothing i could like do to get out of it and i'm glad i went i had a lot of fun it was cool i saw family i saw my grandma most importantly like that was like the main person that I wanted to see while out there, and it was really fun. I went. We went a lot of places. Yeah, we rented you went a, states, right? Like statewide. Like, yeah, we went to like we hit up at the end of the day. I think it was like six states. Holy shit! And all in Mexico. Impressive, right? Yeah, it was like Mexico City, um, Estado de México, which is like the the state of Mexico. Mm -hmm. so there's like Mexico City, which is like the capital, and then there's another state called the state of Mexico. Yeah, yeah. Which is I don't know, like when I first heard of that kind of blew my mind i was like why and they're like right next to each other too like why not i don't know i always thought it was like one thing but they're two things 
Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You got to. That's a good point, though, actually. Like, cause, <clears throat> especially if it's right next. I understand if they're far apart. Why? No, and they're like, no, it's like basically the same thing. Even the culture is like similar. It's like mm. almost like the same. Really? Yeah, oh, totally. Yeah. So why? Like the, yeah, why? Well, I don't know. Maybe it's probably like politics, something political. Of course. Um, no, but the state of Mexico, like they share a lot of culture with like Mexico City. It's just that Mexico City is like more high end, and the state of Mexico is like more like like barrio there's like a little bit more like more poverty and, uh, and crime okay. and shit okay okay but yeah well, I, I also went to guanajuato mm -hmm. another state hidalgo um we passed we didn't go to queretaro but we passed by queretaro like mm -hmm. we drove We're like by. in our yeah, yeah in yeah. our little tour we, we went by and um and cholula okay or puebla which one cholula's the city of all those did I like the most? Yes. Well, aesthetically pleasing. Oh, what was like the hard. funnest? Okay. If you had to put it in categories, I guess, you know. Okay. This time when I went, I didn't, we didn't spend too much time in Mexico City, but I've been there before. Yeah. And okay. If I have to choose one, I'm, I'm probably going to choose Mexico City. The OG camp. It's the OG. It's the, there's just so much to do. The people are like the really, culture, yeah, like know. it's fun, but. Every state has its own, um, it, it's cool in its own way. Yeah. Guanajuato was really, really cool too. So we went to Guanajuato, Guanajuato, like the, the city, mm. which is like the, the center, the capital. And it's really like, there's nightlife. Like you wouldn't, like we got there and we're like, oh my God, this does not look like COVID times. Like it's, people are just, that. and it was like, cool. You know what I mean? Like, well, okay. Okay. To, to be fair. Mm-hmm. He doesn't look like COVID times here either. No. It, yeah, true. And also, like, in Mexico, it's kind of, it's a little bit more understandable because their economy does depend on tourism. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they have to, like. Well, okay. Like, we'll take, again, look at Florida. That's mm -hmm. another economy that thrives on tourism. Mm -hmm. I mean, shit. Yeah. They're like, doing. they're having fun. That You got to do what you got to do. Mm. And, I mean, it makes sense. Like, Well, that's. If, if if I'm gonna, we were just talking about this. I'm gonna mm -hmm. go on this little side thing, but like that's the thing about living in a capitalistic country where you have a pandemic going on. You can't stop everyone from doing their fucking job or living their life because why? Money talks for a lot of people. Yeah, and your healthcare is in, is embedded with your employer, so you're gonna have to go out. You're gonna have to go do something and work. You know, so locking everything down. You know, it just doesn't make any sense in, in a capitalistic country you know if we actually like gave each other gave people the funds to do this and like do a proper lockdown through the first wave and even through the second wave who knows what this would look like but yeah again you know no to like to actually give a reasonable amount of like relief and aid so that people could stay home all the time mm -hmm. like that's something we should have done and it feels like like our government doubly fucked us because they said like no we're not going to give you aid we're not we're not going to pay you to stay home basically which is what they should have done right they said we're not going to give you aid mm -hmm. that you need in order to stop going to work and stop opening your businesses and stop going about your daily life and just stay home but we're telling you to stay home somehow figure it out yeah right yeah not only that like we're going to make it harder for you to actually work if you need to if you need to work outside, if you need yeah. to go, yeah, like we're it's, gonna put regulations and we're gonna deem your work essential and, and non essential. Mm -hmm. And if it's not essential, we'll 
figure it out. Yeah, like they like they did the opposite of what you think should be done in this kind of situation. It's it's either you say we're going to give you all this money to for you to stay home or we're just not going to give a fuck and we're going to keep business as usual and resume everything and like the way things went like business as usual would have been honestly the same. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, in, yeah. in the end, like we have a lot of opinions on on COVID right now. Yeah. <laughs> in in the few weeks, but um overall I think everyone else shares a lot of similar things at this point. Uh, but let's go back to Mexico real quick. Go back to Mexico. Mexico is really cool. Um, where did I leave off on? I don't know. I went like, to a lot of places. Like this, I, like how the the tourism of like tourism Mexico City is heavy in Mexico. Yeah. So in in well, <clears throat> it was hot and cold because like after we left Guanajuato, then immediately the next Monday after that, I we heard that like they closed everything again, like for them there. Really? Yeah. Okay. So it, it's just, it, it's similar to the U.S. in that, like, for example, the big tourist att- attractions were closed. So in Mexico City, for example, you couldn't go to the pyramids of Teotihuacan anymore. But every now and again, like, you would find a, an open restaurant. Mm-hmm. So it's like, th- there was that inconsistency there still, you know? Kind of like how I felt here. And like seeing some businesses open and I'm like, that's not essential. You know, yet restaurants are closed. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Or restaurants are open, but you can only eat outside. Yeah. Just like dumb shit. Hollywood's open and they can eat outside. And they can eat outside. But the restaurants across the street can't can't eat outside, you know? Yeah. Um, I don't know. There was a lot of inconsistencies over there too. Um, something that I also really noticed in Mexico is that people who live in the, the more urban, the area that you live in is like the more like, um, city and urban that it is, the less people care about COVID and the more they go about their daily life. But people in pueblos and like more rural areas do care about it more. Mm -hmm. They are like more scared. So when we would visit, for example, like Hidalgo, which is my grandma's land, um, where she like grew up and where she was born. Uh, there's this uh, area of Hidalgo called Mesitlan, which is more of like pueblos and like, you know, it's not like a city. It's, there's a lot of like agriculture and farming and shit. And the people who live there like all know each other. And it's like small, tight knit communities. And they are scared of COVID. Yeah. Like they're not even visiting like each other wow it sounds like they're very cautious and even like just talking to them like you can tell that they take it seriously what are the people like are they old are they like all ages like just Mm. generally like the people who live there Mm. like they're just like taking precautions yeah and then when you go to like a city Mm. um it's just business as usual like you know they wear the mask if they have to but there's no like Social distancing. There's no like, um, I don't know. Is there any like, like? There's no businesses closed. The most that I saw, as far as like closing businesses, is that um, they'll they they'll let businesses open mm-hmm. like regular, but they have to close after like five or six p.m. Depending mm-hmm. on like where you live. Okay. Um, we went to Pachuca, 
on the, the second day that I was there. That's a city in Hidalgo. Mm-hmm. Or more like a town, I guess. But it's like a little bit more urban than um, other places in Hidalgo. It's like a center. Okay. And it looked like pretty like lively during the day and stuff. But they do close early. Mm-hmm. Everything at night. Like you would look out the window and it would be like 8 p.m., like not even that late. And it's dead outside because police go around to enforce it. Really? Like, yeah, they like you have to close everything by like six. So that's that's like the measures that they're taking. But um, all in all, I think even like bigger cities, they take more precautions than than we do here in the U.S., as far as like checking your temperature and giving you hand sanitizer ah. and making you clean your feet mm. when you go into place. Like okay. every place that I went to in Mexico had these like wet mats and dry mats where you like you first clean your feet on the dry mat and then you drive I've them on the. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I've never even heard of that. Yeah. Actually. And like also every place there's a person taking your temperature yeah. with the little machine okay. and giving you hand sanitizer. As in, like, squirting it in your Yeah, hand? like, oh, yeah. Oh, that's so sweet. Mm-hmm, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, so they do take, like, more precautions in that regard. Um, that's an interesting thing, because, mm-hmm. like, honestly, like, real quick, I'm sorry. If someone offered me hand sanitizer, I am way more likely to say yes. Yeah, Cause right? Because I'm not going to be like, oh, no. Because then that, like, because. Like, you, you have to. You can't just be yeah, like, exactly. oh, no, exactly. thanks. Like, if someone, like, if someone leaves hand sanitizer on the counter, that means it's optional. Mm-hmm. That means no one's looking. No one's exactly, looking. No exactly. One's, no one's expecting me to take it. It's optional. Yeah. If someone is going to ask me and everyone else, and like and you're waiting in line, and you know at one point in the line you're going to get that question, would you like some hand sanitizer? Or can I squirt this in your? Like, can I squirt can it in I, your hand? Can I, <laughs> can I squirt this in your hand? Yeah, you know. Like you're going to say yes. You're going to say yes. Yeah. Because that's hand sanitizer. You know. Cleanliness next to godliness in this situation. <laughs> yeah. And you're, I doubt you're going to say, yeah, no. I mean, at least I would. I, I mean, I know, I'm no, I, I, I know I'm no expert. Writer. I'm no expert here. I'm not a psychologist. <laughs> I don't understand. No, but it mind. does make sense. Yeah. But like, I feel like, yeah, if you're, if someone imposes that question, you're going to say, yeah, most likely. Okay. Shortly after I went to Mexico, too, I went to Vegas like that weekend immediately following. And I will say, like, I know, I immediately noticed the difference, like, from when someone offers you hand sanitizer than when they just leave it there for you to take. Because in Vegas, there's no one, there's not like a real life person offering you hand sanitizer. Well, there's another, just the machines. You do another, it yourself. And another, nobody did it. Nobody was is, doing it. This is America's tourist, like, state, you know, city, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, you know, no one cares because the point is we need people in, asses in the seats. Yeah. You know. Yeah. We need, we need tourism to thrive here. And I don't want, no one wants to scare anyone away by, you know, asking if they want hand sanitizer yeah. you know yeah like no one wants to hear that question now <laughs> the only people like in vegas physically giving you hand sanitizer were like like the strippers that's hot and that was like a way to like <laughs> yeah that's it hey, was funny get on them you know i mean they i mean it makes sense it makes sense. They, they should have hand sanitizer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they should have they hand should sanitizer, have. actually. Yeah. If anything, I agree. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> Watch them just keep it. Keep the hand sanitizer? Yeah. After this. Oh, yeah. Why not? Why not? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's, you know, okay. That makes me want to, like, go into, like, a different, like, thing real quick. Like, do you think, before we go back into, like, the rest of Mexico, 
um do you think uh healthcare workers or like i'm sorry not healthcare workers but like um fast food employees or anything like that or hospitality employees do you think they'll keep the mask i think i don't i honestly don't know i want to say i want to say i i used to think yes and now i i think no i, I think, think like every too. right i mm -hmm. feel like now everyone just wants to go back to normal yeah and just, i think it's nobody it, wants to wear the mask also i feel like now everyone's like caught on to the fact that the mask does not like actually protect against COVID. It yeah, doesn't do anything. There was a, a it Rogan, kind of is just propaganda. There was a Rogan uh, guest that actually like went on to dispute the fact the mask couldn't do anything for you. Um, uh, I forgot his name. I'll try to find it. I'll try to link it. If I don't link it, I couldn't find it. Sorry, but um, uh, his dispute was like this mask, like they're not covering, they're they're not protecting you from every particle you know it's mm -hmm. essentially i don't know i remember like going coming away from that podcast thinking though but the mask does reduce the, the chances the chances of though yeah that's the thing it's like it's just like hand sanitizer it may not save you from covid but it will reduce it's just like social distancing it may not save you but it may reduce the likelihood mm -hmm. you know so when you practice all those things the likelihood you know i think that's where the other argument is the devil's advocate is like, okay, masks are bad or like masks don't matter. But also you can't deny that it probably adds up your likelihood of not getting it. I'm sure it does something. Mm -hmm. I want to see like how much it actually does. Yeah. And it may you know? not be the biggest amount, but I think there's always going to be argument saying, well, mm -hmm. it's something is better than nothing. Yeah. So either way, but the thing is America, I feel like, I think Americans will never, ever tell you you have to wear a mask at the workplace after this. Mm -hmm. You know, if you want to keep your beard, if you want to, if you want, if you just want to, cool. I think that's, if anything, they'll take that approach. But I don't think they're ever going to say, you know, you got to wear the mask. Yeah. Full time. No. Yeah. Absolutely not. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think so either. Um, I'll be surprised if they do. We'll yeah. see what happens with no, the No, yeah, people will be like, well, we're living in a dictatorship. Fuck Joe Biden. Yeah, yeah, I can totally see people, like, going that way that if, like, their work starts telling them, like, you have to Absolutely. wear a mask, even if it's food service, right? If their work starts telling them you have to wear a mask, they're going to be like, no, like, COVID is over. That's like, what do you mean? Like, the only reason why I would wear a mask post-COVID is because I have a beard and my employer says I can keep my beard mm -hmm. if I wear a mask. Mm -hmm. you know that's and i guess if i'm sick honestly dude post covid i would wear a mask if i'm sick just that alone like because i not... wouldn't i wouldn't because nobody else will i know and it makes no difference it's like taking the vaccine it only works if, if everyone does it yeah i get you but for me at this point it's like uh i just i don't know common cold stuff the mask may not be a thing but again you know the likelihood of you catching it because I'm wearing this mask may maybe less. Yeah. And I just feel bad. But the likelihood now. of somebody else catching it yeah. has to also lessen when they wear the mask. Yeah, they're not gonna yeah. you know, yeah, and, and they're not gonna wear the they're mask. That's kind of where no I'm coming wearing, from. No I feel one. like the mask does like like it does something, but <laughs> like yeah. yeah. That something is like not substantial enough yeah, for us to justify a mask mandate, honestly. Right? Yeah. Like yeah, that's the thing. I, I don't know. That's that's what I think. 
at this point at this point yeah like we went over earlier in the pod you know it's just like there's there was no good way to handle this in this country at least you know and it's for us the research is showing us that like the masks aren't the best defense you know the vaccine you can get it but if everyone doesn't take it you know then it then it's useless it's useless yeah (laughs) in the end you know make your own decisions make your own decisions i guess try to be safe like if you're like i don't know i don't know i don't even know what advice to give you yeah. know what I mean? Like it's just right. It's just so convoluted and just in this fuckery. Yeah, and yeah. I feel like at this point, like everyone's gotten COVID now. I have not. I actually tested. I tested negative. But maybe you already had it. Maybe before, I had it. Before there was one you time tested. I fainted, but the paramedics were like, "Bro, you're probably you probably have anxiety. You and, probably have anxiety, and you're high." <laughs> I was high. Um, I was crossed that that night. Did I, you ever get sick though? Like no, sick? you do. You, like I don't know if you remember, but like um. I just I had very shallow breasts. I've talked about this on the podcast before, but if you, for those who don't know, like for like, but you didn't have any other like flu symptoms. No, that's anything. the thing. It's like I didn't have any flu symptoms, but it felt like I was a pack a day smoker again. Mm. And I have maybe it was. I don't time, know. I'm at not the, at the time. I was clean for about three years, and the specific pack a day smoking is it's more like a pack and a half a day, mm-hmm. and I probably like. It's like, I don't know, there's a certain kind of like thing, again, I've said this on the pod before, but like it's a certain kind of thing on like when you smoke all night and you wake up the next morning where your lungs, your throat just don't feel good and you mm-hmm. don't want to smoke another cigarette <clears throat> ever again for that brief moment you feel that kind of pain and you just you you think you're gonna die or whatever like for those who feel who have felt this before like you will know you will you'll, you you'll know. know you know what the fuck i'm talking about it's just like for like again i was clean at the moment for three years you know when this happened but it just felt like for a solid three or four days that i was smoking that much when it went away did it suddenly go away or was it little by gradually little? gradually gradually yeah who knows i mean you didn't get a covid test at the time maybe you should just just you should have just in case. But yeah. then again, I think they were like harder to get at that point. Well, they were, but also they were it, very, it, it may just, have been anxiety. It was in March. You know? Yeah. It was like, yeah. Yeah. It, like, I, it may have been anxiety. Anxiety makes you feel all kinds of been. things. I don't know. I don't know. But like for it to last that few, like that many days and like I'm not an anxiety filled person. I mean, like, yes, I am to some some degree, but like it wasn't from that at least like that was the least of my words. you never know though yeah i guess you never know like, like it's easy to say i'm not an anxious person I and you, you won't you if you're anxious you might not even realize you know what i mean yeah but like, a lot of it is uh, like underlying what got me was like i never thought about it like that like if anything i'm more scared of it now than i was back then when i mm-hmm. ha- when like that was going on i don't know it's just like a, um it, it was a weird moment so maybe it I sounds did, yeah yeah maybe i did have it you know, but maybe I didn't. Yeah. Um. Really quick, I have to pee. You want to like hold down the fort, and then like when I get back, we'll we'll continue. Absolutely, with we're talking basketball, guys. So if you don't want to fucking talk about this, fast forward until whenever the fuck Alan gets back. Anyways, James Harden is a Brooklyn Net right now. He is uh got traded. It's a fourteen deal. He um uh he said fuck houston we're done we're out of here i don't know if anyone is really familiar the guys are from 40s and stories shouts to 40s and stories podcast they're a very funny podcast that's based in the high desert um 
yeah, you guys should uh, check them out. Um, uh, those guys um, can appreciate this, but like LeBron James uh, recently did like a, a very disrespectful move to the Houston Rockets when James Harden was on that team, uh, where he made a three pointer shot, three point shot, and he looked um, to the bench, so he looked away from the court, and and before the shot was even in the basket, you know he uh, just looked away, you know, looked away, and the shot went into the basket, and that was the, after that game. James Harden decided to to uh, say that he did everything for the team for the Houston Rockets, and um, he wants out. So after that, Brooklyn traded for uh, James Harden, and there's a new big three in Brooklyn: Kyrie Irving, there's Kevin Durant, who looks phenomenal after that Achilles injury, uh, and James Harden. And they look great. An offensive juggernaut. Crazy shit. But, yeah, that's what I want to talk about. And Kyrie Irving, honestly, I do want to talk about this real quick second. And I wish Arnold was here for this, but um, Kyrie Irving has gotten so much flack for not being in the game. For not he took a, uh, I don't know how many games it was he took off. I think he took off six, maybe more. But for personal reasons, after the Capitol um, was stormed uh, from those Trump supporters, which we'll talk about later, um, uh, Kyrie Irving took a few days off, quite a few days off. And it, it resulted to him not playing in any games. And um, basically uh, all of like ESPN and uh, Fox Sports and everyone else were like shitting on him to death. And I get it. I get it because there's there's so many sides of this. Um, but essentially it's like Kyrie Irving didn't show up, but he was doing what he was doing was help was he was helping, you know, people who needed it, you know. And um, I do think uh, that's a, a very good thing. But also, you know, I, I do understand where all these commentators are coming from, where job abandonment is a thing. And if it was a, if Kyrie Irving was an everyday person, what he did would have gotten him fired from anywhere else. And I don't know. I'll talk. Anna's approaching right now. So we'll talk about this in a second. But anyways, so I was telling, the, I was telling everyone about this whole James Harden trade in, in the NBA, but also... Um, Kyrie Irving recently getting a lot of uh, shit for taking a few games off. Why did why why did he do that? Kyrie Irving recently took a few games off after the Capitol was um was stormed. Uh, oh, but why? Like what personal was his... reasons. He never disclosed why. And, oh, but he took. Wait, was it like related to the Capitol getting stormed, or it just, started, just around? It the, started around time? the time of the Capitol. So uh, they're not necessarily. Yes. Okay. They're not. They don't necessarily like correspond with one another. Okay. Um, Kyrie Irving took a few days off, a few games off. I think he missed a total of like six plus games. Oh. And okay. all of the sports world who follow basketball were like, "Fuck Kyrie Irving, mm-hmm. fuck him." And for he's being selfish and he's not showing up. If he was a regular person, he would have gotten fired. That's yeah. job abandonment. Fuck him. Yeah. Like he, he. First off, let me give you like even more. Like ammo to the fire. He didn't tell his head coach. He only talked to a certain amount of players that were on the team. He, he didn't, didn't give like a formal. 
let me let me give you a little more background of this head coach. The head coach is his name is Steve Nash. He was a former NBA player, an MVP. Um, he um this is his first year, his very first year coaching in the NBA. Doesn't have any. This is his first year. This is his first year. Oh, of coaching in okay. the NBA. He has never had any prior coaching experience. He's been a commentator for for soccer for the longest time post his mm. basketball, his professional basketball career. Okay. He's pretty young too. I think I believe he's in his 40s. Um, very young guy. This is the first year. Kyrie Irving decides to, to leave. Okay. He doesn't tell Steve Nash, but he tells players. And okay. like, I think one other coach among the like coaching staff. Mm-hmm. Um, Kyrie's gone and in the meanwhile while Kyrie's, Kyrie is gone James Harden the guy with the beard mm-hmm. from the Houston Rockets was traded after LeBron James did the most disrespectful three pointer I already <laughs> talked about it but <laughs> that's I'll show, like perfect I'll show you post game I'll post like, post show like, you're, you're a real sports commentator <laughs> you know I could do it you could do it <laughs> <laughs> but anyways um LeBron James is this like really dis- disrespectful three pointer. The mm-hmm. Lakers slapped the Houston Rockets. Oh, uh, they Ooh. I think they played them twice in like Ooh. within like the first. Like, <laughs> <laughs> they played them twice within a week or so. Okay, and they beat them twice, and it was embarrassing. Mm-hmm. James Harden was on the team at the point, and previously before this game, before these games, James Harden has been asking for a trade. He doesn't want to be a part of Houston, <clears throat> like you know. Prior to the season starting, prior to the Lakers like slapping that ass, yeah. he was like, fuck this team. Yeah. You know, I just want to get the fuck out of here. So he 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 asked for a trade. And the thing about the NBA that's very unique is if it if a player asks for a trade because it's such a star driven league, it they it will happen. Like that trade will happen. James Harden's contract was two years away from expiring. The Houston Rockets offered James Harden a fifty million contract extension, and he declined it and asked for a trade instead. And like the the league is so star driven that it doesn't even, like at this point it doesn't even matter. Like whoever you are, if you are a big enough star in this league, you will get your whatever you want. You know. So James Harden is asking for a trade. Since the beginning of the season. This season this season started December twenty-third of this year. Okay. And he's been asking for a trade since like prior to that. Okay. So fast forward into like last week or so, or like maybe like a week and a half ago. Um, the Lakers play the Houston Rockets, which is James Harden's team, and um they get slapped. And James Harden post post game is interviewed because every after every game, there is a post game interview which, mm-hmm. which Star players will come in and just they ask they answer questions from the media, whatever. And in this interview, James Harden was like, I have given all to this team. I love this town. I love this I, I love it. I love the city. You know, I've done it all. I just don't know. We're not good enough. Simple as that. Yeah. You know. And after that, James Harden immediately got traded to the Brooklyn Nets. Like the next practice that was going to be for the team, he the wasn't man- there. Management told him he wasn't going to be there. That's yeah. how like the fuck out of the door he was. Yeah, you know, after that post game interview, he shitted on 
all his teammates. Yeah. He he completely shitted on them all. He was like, we're not good enough. And it was all, it's only been, at the time, like, less than 20 games into the season. And he's just shooting, like, he's just saying shit, you know, mm-hmm. and demanding this trade. He's trying to really, like, talk his way into this trade. He gets traded uh, in the middle of Kyrie Irving being gone. Okay. And since, since him being there, they're two and one. So they've won two games. They lost one. Okay. And, uh. But the one they lost was Kyrie Kyrie Irving's first game back from that oh. long from that long hiatus. Okay. Yeah. And since then, since since from him being back, um, we've learned what Kyrie was doing. What was he doing? He bought a house for uh, George Floyd's family. Oh. He donated. Um, let me actually look this up. But he donated money to um all kinds of uh um uh organizations and whatnot and charities but he was doing some work yeah and the thing is like what i'm trying to say is like all these commentators were shitting on him and then as soon as they found out what he was doing they were like wow Kyrie is a saint yeah so i wanted to get your opinion on that uh i mean okay just playing like a bit of like devil's advocate he couldn't have done all those things while he was playing <laughs> like does well I guess there's practices and all of that that takes up a lot of time right so that's probably why he took yes. oh, okay. he took well, six sp- what six plus games off specifically, I don't know about sports but six games is a lot specifically if we're talking um like he could have he could have like talked to his coach mm-hmm. he could have he could have said what he was doing yeah like and that's what commentators were saying like this is job abandonment in for anyone else, yeah, in the real world, you know, Kyrie Irving is a, like he's gonna pay a fine, and he's not gonna if anything he's not gonna get paid. Oh, he's gonna pay a fine. Yeah, I I really you know what actually I'll link it. There's so much there's so much information that came with it, but I'll link it, guys. Yeah, link it because I I want to yeah. read it too. Um, but it's um it's very interesting because like this Kyrie Irving like missed like pay, and he's getting fined or whatever. But like the the minute everything that he did. Was came, like out there. Light. Everyone like, was like, "Oh, never mind." Change the tune. Yeah. Change the tune. Yeah, yeah. And it's such an interesting dynamic with, that you have. It's so drama filled. Mm-hmm. You know? Even in sports, like ESPN, Stephen A. Smith, a host of like a very popular host. Of, yeah, I know. Of, I know that guy. I know who that. that is. Everyone knows that guy. I know who that is. But like, um, that guy. You know, one of the one of the main characters. You know, he was saying that Kyrie Irving should retire. Like, like it went as far as that. Yeah. You know, that's like, I'm not saying Stephen A. Smith is wrong. I don't, I don't, I'm not saying he's right, but it went as far as that. Well, I think people should have been, this isn't something players normally do, right? Where they, without warning, just miss six games. And I think everybody should have been a little bit more gracious, just like from the get go. But what everyone's saying, though, is there should have been better communication. That's what, at least that's what I'm gathering. Okay, but also, I want to be like, take how unprecedented this sounds like it is. Um, Like, my first thought would be like, okay, no one ever does this. This is probably big, right? For you to not come to six games and not say anything is like. Only speak to certain players and whatnot. Yeah. But that's the thing. It's like, and that's, that's kind of like, I see where everyone's coming from. I see all angles at this point. 
Kyrie could be like, fuck you. I don't care. I'm not talking to you. I'm mm-hmm. Kyrie Irving. Yeah. You're paying a million dollars. I'm here for three years or four, <laughs> four years. Bless you. Thank you. Um, it's probably a mix of that and like also everything else. Everything else. But like, at the same time, like Steve Nash, again, like I just told you, first year coach, like you're trying to win a championship. After James Harden got traded to the Brooklyn Nets. What did he say about it? He hasn't said shit. He was saying like the first game James Harden played with the Brooklyn Nets. Um, he said it's going to be scary hours when number 11, a.k.a. Kyrie Irving, comes back to this team. Scary hours. You know, so he was pretty stoked. They won, you know. Just Kevin Durant and James Harden and the Brooklyn Nets won, you know, yeah. without Kyrie Irving. So he was like, it's going to be lit. It's going to be the shit when we all get three together. Like you know? he was really hyping like he it was up. so hyped post-game interview. Yeah. And, um. Well, he wasn't like that. Like I, I was. I'm, I'm selling. Him, bless you. Uh, Thank you. I'm selling him as like that, but like he was. But he was, saying, yeah. He was scary promoting. hours. Yeah. Quote unquote. Um, I mean, that's something. Yeah. Like if I heard that, be like scary hours. So, what? So he's hyped. Um, second game they win. So again, doesn't really say anything. You know, he's like, he's like, you know, I'm grateful to be here. Yeah. And that's it. So he hasn't really said anything, but. Since the acquisition of James Harden from the Brooklyn Nets, there is finals or bust. Mm-hmm. You know, so they cannot, like in everyone in this in the sports world here who knows the fuck basketball is going on here. If you all if you follow basketball, you're thinking this is the Lakers Nets finals. Mm. That's gonna happen. You're wrong. You might, or you, or you, or you're right. You might be. You might be wrong. You might be right. History says you're wrong because. The big three era of basketball, mm-hmm. unless it's like a purpose designed big three era, not going to work out. And thank God this is a What's podcast. What's the big three Big era? three stuff. <laughs> thank God for podcast. I always say it. This is great because you can't explain this kind of stuff if you're not in a podcast. It's just like a, in, in basketball, there's been a, an era known as the big three era. LeBron James kind of started this with the Miami Heat. He teamed up with Dwayne Wade. And Chris Bosh, uh, in the Miami with uh, with Miami Heat, they won two championships out of like potentially four, um, or I don't know, I don't know exactly how many, but they won two. So, but that was like a big three moment. Actually, if anything, this probably started this. Honestly, this has been around all NBA, but it got really popular with LeBron James. This has been around, like prior to LeBron James, the Celtics won a big three championship. With uh, uh, Paul Pierce, Kevin Garnett, and um, Ray Allen, and uh, and yeah, yeah, Ray Allen, and um, that was a big three moment. But like big three, so a, three star players mm-hmm. that win a lot of championships that that go into one team. Three go- really very three all star like players. Three very great, high regarded players. In the same team. In the same team. You know. Because in basketball, it's very much like, I'm the man. This mm-hmm. is my team. Yeah. I'm alone. Well, you said it's very uh, star-driven. It is. That makes sense that yes. it would be like that. It's yeah. soap opera. Basketball is such a soap opera. If you don't like sports, watch basketball. You might like it. No, you honestly, know? like, there was, um, there, like, who was it? Dame Dalla? That you told me was like a basketball player Dude, too. Yeah, Damian I was Lillard? like, I, I, I knew who Dame Dalla was. Like I knew his music. And then when you told me he was 
like a basketball player. I was like, no, what? Damian, I knew him as like a rapper Dame Dalla, first. AKA Damian Lillard is, uh, I believe he's the point guard of the Portland Trail. Shit, I didn't even know. He is a mother. I just knew he was a rapper. He is so good at what he does, man. He sends people home. And he's a rapper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he's a rapper. If you don't he's know a rapper. Dame Dalla, <laughs> check it out. Check it out. Check out Dame Dollar. Yeah, that was crazy to me. Um, basketball is interesting like that because I don't think like any other sport has like, like there there's like celebrities in football, but it's not the same as like football is a 52 man sure. roster, I believe. Oh yeah, like that alone changes like the dynamic. Basketball, I think at max is like 15. Uh huh. So, but again, star driven league. Well, not even soccer, though. I don't know, like, any, like, soccer, soccer players that are, like, soccer there's famous a... soccer players, but not, like, Here's the unless thing. they're, like, in the Mexican League, uh -huh. they're not, like, that culturally ingrained as, yeah. like, basketball players are mm -hmm. in America. Yeah. I've Here, noticed. Here's the thing about soccer. It's such a serendipitous sport that, and what I mean by that is, like, if you ever played soccer for, just for fun or anything like that, you understand how hard soccer is. Like, yeah, you can be as good as you want. You can practice as much as you want. But for some reason in soccer, like luck has. Soccer's it's it's hard. part of the game, you know, like. You have to be there at the right moment, at the right time mm -hmm. to hit the right goal. Yeah. And you and even to hit the right goal, you have to hit it, hit the ball a certain angle, a certain amount of strength to it. Like it, it, it takes a, a lot of skill you and and to, it's, it's with your, it's all with your feet and the weather matters too. And the weather. You know, yeah. Like, the terrain matters. All of it matters. And soccer is interesting because you use parts of your body that like you don't normally it like, is the beautiful like your head, sport. your chest. Yes. Everything. And your feet. Everything. Right. Like you're used to like, if you throw a ball, you're like controlling it with your hands. Like, you know, like where it's going to go. You have an idea. Like soccer is, soccer is hard. Soccer is hard. hard. Very hard. And for those who, are thinking how hard can it be? Go up buy a soccer ball right now. Try to play soccer. Up, just look up just regular basic maneuvers. And I get you I guarantee you you can't even do two. Yeah. Man, soccer's cool though. Soccer's, soccer's great. Really, it's really it's cool. it is known as the beautiful sport for a reason. Mm -hmm. And you can't find out why it's known as that until you play it. Yeah. Like until you truly play it. Like when I went to Guanajuato, there was like a lot of people playing soccer. It's the beautiful sport, like, man. Everywhere. That's because Guanajuato has a team called Leon and they've won like a ton of championships in the Mexican league. Hell yeah. So they're like really proud of their team there. They're probably better than the Mexican. No, but it's really cool that it's like everybody was there's just soccer. Everybody was just playing soccer. Mm -hmm. Like there we passed by like so many like women's like soccer games. <laughs> like, you know, oh, all that's the same. So awesome. Yeah. Nice. nice. No, yeah, dude, that's, um, what a, honestly, dude, Wait, yeah. if I can pivot back to Mexico for. Yeah, let's go back to Mexico. No, this is, I do want to talk about this, like, before the podcast is over at some point. I saw my first dead body in Mexico. Oh, shit, yeah, you told me about I this. I saw my first, like, actual, in the flesh, dead body, like, in Mexico. How did you feel when you, um. It was scary. I immediately looked away. As you, <clears throat> so. Like, uh, I guess, like, uh, walk me through this. Like, as okay. you were approaching it, it was your vehicle, right? You took a freeway, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. So, basically, the story went like this. So, my dad, okay, the 
the the short story is my dad took a wrong turn and we saw a dead body. But the longer story is there <laughs> there's two highways in Mexico. There's one that you pay for and every now and again you come across a set of toll booths to pay your your fee or your fare or whatever it is to be able to ride for the next however many kilometers. Um and that highway is uh it's safer and it's nicer and a lot of people a lot of people take that highway especially tourists and then there's another highway which is the free highway um that's just like like a highway here in the US you just get on it and you get off whenever you want and unless it's a toll road you don't pay you just ride on it um the free highways in Mexico are notorious for like crime like they're they're more dangerous and they're not as well kept so they're also like really like kind of shitty roads it sounds like um basically my dad was on the pay the pay the paid highway the paying highway the one that you pay to be on and he took a wrong turn into the free one um and because we were only like at that point it was like I forgot 10 kilometers away from actually like our destination, which was Guanajuato. We were like, whatever, we'll just like ride the free one. And the free one takes you like at, at that particular like point in the, in the trip. It took us to a like nearby Pueblo. It took us through there before we got to our destination. And so as we're like getting on that free one and going towards that specific pueblo in Guanajuato. I don't even remember the name of it or where we passed by. But immediately there's traffic, right? So like traffic starts piling up and there like we hadn't had traffic in a minute. So it was like, oh, like what's something happened? What's going on here? It was like it's not too heavy but enough that you could notice. And then we keep on driving um and we start seeing people like gathering down the road like the closer we get to where the dead body was like you start seeing more and more people and then the closer you get you notice people are like distressed and like you know worried there was like people crying like the closer you got to it and then the truck that we rented was basically it was like a three-row truck and me and my sister were sitting and the, the furthest back row so we kind of got to see everything last and I just remember I think it was like my mom or my dad, because they saw it first, they were sitting in the front and they were like, oh, it's, it's un muerto. Like, it's a dead body. Like, it's a, it's a dead guy. And, like, I was, like, immediately, like, morbidly curious. You know what I mean? Like, I kind of no. want to see. You know. And then I did see and I, like, immediately regretted it and, like, turned away. And I was like, oh, that's actually scary. That's, like, a dead body. Like I feel like everyone would feel the same way if it was, like, uh, you know how... I'm going to, everyone, when there's an accident. Everyone looks. Everyone looks. Oh, yeah. Like, you, you're just curious. But if you saw someone in the middle, if you saw the accident when it just happened and someone's being, like, like someone's body, life, yeah. You know, being, like, used and someone's body is being res rescued from this fucking, like, yeah. uh, this burning fucking car, whatever the fuck it is. You yeah. Know? Like, you get looking. Immediately. Immediately. <laughs> immediately. Yeah. Like it's uh yeah, it's I don't know if anyone's like like I actually do wanna like I'm gonna put this out there if anyone has like that is listening to this has seen a dead body, 
get back to me let me know what your experience was like because i feel like that's like something you don't forget like the first time you see a dead body you know what i mean um yeah no it was scary like um i've seen i've only seen a dead body in like a funeral like open casket mm-hmm. way but like the way you make the sound <laughs> is like um yeah like not not in a setting where you're like oh there's this is the, the yes. obvious there's a yes. dead body here you know a it's difference. a funeral yeah. it's a burial i i only know like one person which um uh that uh, uh that who has seen a dead body like outside of like funeral or whatever you know um and I'm sure I'm sure they also feel the same way, you know, where it's like, you just don't forget that kind of you're not going to forget that. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's something that does stick with you. It like leaves a lasting impression on you mm. for sure. For sure. Um, there's only one like. Other time in my life, kind of that I can say I technically saw a dead body, but. Not really. <laughs> and it was like one time I was eating at hometown buffet with my family and somebody had some I don't know somebody passed out in there and then later on I heard that they died while they were still um passed out in in the restaurant but I didn't register it in my head at the time like to me they were just passed out they were still alive and I don't know I don't really count that Cause it's not like I didn't know that person was yeah, dead. No. Yeah, like this was like the first person I was like, oh my god, they're dead. Yeah, no, I get you, I get you. But it's, yeah, yeah, it's kind of like um, it's a really bad example. <laughs> it's kind of like uh, hearing a song from a band that you that you are seeing live, and then learning about their discography. <laughs> what do you mean? Like, <laughs> like, have you ever seen a band live? This is a really bad example. But like, have you ever seen a bad a band live uh-huh. before you knew them? And then you got yes. into them. Yeah. yeah. And you, like, then you realized you heard that banger that you really like. Yes. After getting into them. Yeah. But you've already seen them. Yeah. So therefore, you don't even like, it's not the same. Like if you saw the song now versus when you saw them actually back then, like you would appreciate it much more. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. It's that. Yeah. Like, essentially where it's like, um, like you saw someone dead. And you didn't know, <laughs> but now looking back, it's like, oh, they were dead. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So I freaked out oh, even more so. That's actually a really good example. <laughs> I get what you're saying now. <laughs> I don't know. I feel bad for saying that. but like, that's... No, that's a good example. <laughs> I get what you're trying to say. Yeah. Like, it's... I understand it. <laughs> Thank you. No, yeah. It's, like, essentially, it's that, right? Or it's like, you realize what the fuck you just went through. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. So if, like, if I knew, if I could time travel back then... I would give the appropriate I would I would response. be traumatized. <laughs> like <laughs> if I could time travel back to the first time I actually saw a dead body. <laughs> I would be traumatized. <laughs> <laughs> no, I believe it. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it's a good thing that you didn't understand back then cuz like yeah, you can't you can't reenact yeah. emotions. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> No, seeing a dead body is uh, scary. Yeah, like a yeah, real life in the flesh. Um, well, dead body scary. Yeah. My sister was telling me when we were in Vegas because uh, we were telling her boyfriend about the dead body that we saw, and she was telling me she described a detail which I'm like I did, I looked away so fast that I didn't even notice. I think she was saying like there was blood or something. She was like, did you see the blood? And I was like, no, I, I, I immediately looked away. Like, like I 
saw the body and my mind like immediately made a decision to like look the other way before you absorb any more information because mm-hmm. this is bad yeah it's crazy how like the body just kind of like reacts it makes yeah. you really think like um i'll give you an example like um for example uh today at work i was just i was just at work and for those who don't know i work at target and um shout out shafts to the the one that feeds me um <laughs> <laughs> to the one that feeds me to the hand that feeds the hand that feeds because i just have to be there that sounds depressing because <laughs> it is we live in america <laughs> anyways Anyways, I heard a kid crying horrifically for like fucking five minutes today. And immediately I was thinking like, I need, I, this hurts. Mm -hmm. Like I immediately understood how, how I didn't want to hear this kid Mm -hmm. because not because it was annoying. Mm -hmm. That's the first thing I don't want you to, I, I don't want you to think that it's just like when you hear a kid, like a, a baby cry. There's something inside, I think, every human. I, I learned this, like, some video I watched a long-ass time ago where mm-hmm. it's, like, it, you can't. It's unsettling. It's unsettling. There's no one who's going to hear that and be indifferent. Everyone We're, like, biologically that. designed to we be worried. We all want to stop that kid from, like, yeah. suffering here. I don't want a baby to be hurt. Yeah. You know? So, immediately, like, it makes you think, like, oh, wow, I'm. Like I want this kid to be okay. I yeah. want like I want this 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 uh intent to be okay. Like my intent right now yeah. in this moment, as soon as I hear this kid crying, is I hope everything's okay. Do you think that like you know how some people are like I hate kids. Kids are annoying. I don't have the patience. I'm annoying for like I'm annoyed at kids. Do you think like that kind of thing is like a version of like wanting to protect the kid? Like you want to stop <laughs> the kid from whining and crying, right? Probably, yeah. Because a happy kid, I guess, doesn't like cry or... You know what? That's a very good point, honestly. You know what I mean? No, 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 no. I've never, I've never thought about that. Um, like super, like reverse, reverse psychology. Like I hate kids, but actually, I love kids. Yeah, and no, I want them honestly, to be happy. Because, yeah. like, I think, like, I well, Bill Maher is like a good example of that, actually. Mm-hmm. Bill Maher, like, he's the only person I know who's old, and it's like I don't want to get fucking married. I don't want to have fucking yeah, kids. True. He's the only person I know that's yeah. like that. So how old is he? He's old. I don't know, but like we, a mini soda. We talked about this. A mini soda <laughs> is definitely owed to that guy. Yeah. Like whether I don't care about your opinions on it. A mini soda is yeah owed to Bill Maher. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, like as funny as it sounds, I feel like for me, he did kind of. Like before, before you go left, you go to like the center, right? Hit up Bill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like before you start like watching like like left wing YouTube, mm-hmm. you're probably like watching John Oliver or like Bill Maher. No, but or like but those, like, those Bill Maher was way before John Oliver. Like yeah, but I feel like they're nowadays, kind of in for sure. No, you know, nowadays, like John I mean, like, Oliver they're on, is. They're both on HBO. So yeah. Of course, yes. But like, but Bill Maher has been doing this for so long, mm-hmm. you know. He, but even before HBO, he was doing a show called Politically Incorrect, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, and that's I remember thing. that show. He, I don't remember that show. I didn't know that. Like, I just knew Bill Maher from Real Time with Bill Maher, mm-hmm. and I knew him as this guy who was just saying curse words mm-hmm. and just just giving political commentary. 
that was just so raunchy mm-hmm. and just so real. And like, funny enough, my parents got me into them. And like, my parents who have been watching this podcast, I guess they have. No, they they got me into them. Like they like they were just watching my HBO. Oh, I thought you like I thought you meant like your parents have are watching this podcast. No, God, no. Oh, I was no. gonna be like, oh, shout out, hey. I mean, shouts to my parents. My mom just had <laughs> a birthday to your, on to the, your parents. on the eleventh of January. You know, shouts to my mom. No way. Yeah, she did. Uh, happy birthday, Rosa. 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 Happy yeah. birthday. But anyways, um, no, no, they don't know. You guys don't know about this. If you're knowing, if you're watching this clip right now, comment in the section. Because <laughs> at this point, I don't give a fuck, mom. You know, <laughs> it's never going to happen. What if, she, what if she does? No, it's going to happen. I know. It's only a matter of time. You know, honestly. You but what if about, it's, what if she comments about on that? This? Like, do you ever think about like your parents like seeing like. Seeing like a clip or, or yeah, listening anything, to an episode? Anything. I feel like you know, they probably have. I don't, I don't know. I feel like they would have told you. They would have talked. I feel like it. they wouldn't tell me if they did. I don't know. I feel like my parents <laughs> easily would have been like, "Fuck you," because <laughs> what I'm about to say later in this episode, they would easily would be like, "Fuck you." Over oh the kids. We're the, gonna talk about the oh, okay. fucking insurrection. Yeah, because we have to talk. We about have it. to, mom. <laughs> we have to. <laughs> No, yeah, we can't do like an episode back and not talk about like the biggest thing yeah. that happened. No, exactly. It's, Wait, it's, okay, but before before we get to that, um, let me just see. I just want to talk about like the Mexico things that really stood out to me. <laughs> Seeing a dead body was one. Oh, um, yes. I don't know. Overall, okay, the trip was really cool. I like just got to see my grandma again, which was like the most important thing to me going. But I got to do a lot of fun stuff, went a lot of places. Maybe down the line we could uh or i'll just share like pictures of no some yeah stuff no, she, on Instagram. Um, i feel like that that's easier and like gets the point across more yeah she went over uh the pictures that uh she took and uh, first off you got such a eye thank you but, but to be fair a lot of the pictures that i showed you were my sister's pictures too so she, and she takes better pictures than i do i mean i just run through the family so, then yeah. yeah shout out shout out to her pictures because her pictures are tight um yeah, so we'll share some of the pictures. Yeah, we'll share that. Let me see. Wait, let me see if there's like just uh, anything that like <sighs> I I don't know. A lot of the experiences are cool. See, my family was really cool. I saw like for most of the trip, it was my my mom's uh sister, my aunt that like was with us along with my grandma, and <laughs> it was really fun. She was really cool. I met my grandma's um half brother, so my great uncle, I guess. That's what that is. Like your grandma's brother is a great uncle. Or is it? Or something. Whatever he is. I met that dude. I'm uh <laughs> <laughs> I met that guy. I met that guy. <laughs> and then I just I got to see my my grandpa. I got to see both my grandpas. I got to see uh another aunt and a couple of cousins. And Oh, I got to see another great uncle, actually. I didn't know he... I don't know. I just saw... I feel like I would see family in Mexico and not know that they were my family. Anyway, I saw I saw some family in Mexico, which isn't, like, what I, I usually do. Because <clears throat> usually when me and my family go to Mexico, we just, like, go hang. We, like, go travel and see things. But this time, I feel like I saw more family, and it was pretty cool. No, that's great. I mean, mm-hmm. like, I mean, seeing family, I feel like everyone... No one's been... Mm-hmm. disagree with you right yeah. there yeah 
yeah. seeing family reconnecting. Yeah, it's fun. Well, it's yeah, it's it's actually it's, it was cool because it was like new. It's not like even that I saw like old family. It's like new family. I mean, other than like my grandparents, mm. these were like new people. Like yeah. I've met my aunt before, but I never got to like hang out with her and like oh, actually, okay, okay. you know what I mean? Like if, it's, if, if you're speaking from that kind of vein, mm-hmm. then I can definitely agree with you on that because like I recently just went through that where like I like I I not recently like a few years ago where like I met family. Like mm-hmm. For the first time, and like you actually got to see what they're like and yeah, experience it's, it's them more, and all of that. Because it's just interesting because it's blood. Mm-hmm. It's as simple as that. It's blood. Yeah, and more than that, to me, it was like, oh my god, this is like, like my mom's sister because she always talks about that sister and like she's always had stories about her and like yeah, this is the character in your mother's yeah, life. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah, and this then like someone who made an influence in your mother's life. That that's like yeah, yeah. Like absolutely. you get to see what they're like. Absolutely. You know? No, absolutely. Which is really cool. Yeah. No, I'm happy for you. And uh yeah, no, the whole time you were there, I was just like, yeah, I should probably have a blast. <clears throat> yeah, it was really fun. It was really cool. I recommend everyone visit mexico like at least once in their life Absolutely. it's fun yeah like <laughs> like uh like, i was like i was bound to do it but I was, like a passport is definitely guaranteed like you, gotta- you know i think if you like cross the border on land like through walking or through like driving mm-hmm. i think you the first time only the first time for first time patients <laughs> The first time patient deal (laughs) from CBP (laughs) when you cross the border without a passport (laughs) is I think they just let you pass with your driver's license because they're like, oh, they didn't know or whatever. Oh, they didn't know. But also you have to get a nice agent. Border Patrol assumes the best in others. (laughs) You're telling me that? I've heard of that happen for some people. What I don't know. Fuck? I've never tried it. <laughs> what the? It can't happen the other way around. <laughs> it can't happen the other way around. That's some bullshit. Wait, what does that mean? It can't happen the other way around. I don't know. Like, what the fuck? Like, we can't be lenient about like, oh, like, I just want to be a citizen. You know, like, mm, if yeah, any, yeah. It's as simple as that. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> the fuck, man? Like, why does it have to be like this super elongated process? And like, that takes so much time. You know. Yeah. Yeah, shit. I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't yeah. know. Why are you that's asking diff- me for that's it? A different yeah. conversation. Does it does it look like I know? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, I feel like if anything, you have a very good opinion on it. On um, oh, okay, we're getting into this. Like, oh shit. <laughs> wait, what? Like, like, like immigration. immigration? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you want to, like. Yeah, why not? Why not? Okay, real quick. I got to pee really bad. Okay, so, sure. So I'm going to let you take this real quick. Yeah, go for it. Go for but it. You want to start on immigration? I'll go. <laughs> okay, I guess I'm I'm taking over. Um, I'm just... Uh, well, I mean, before we get to immigration, I guess I'll just talk more about um, Mexico. Those are like the first things that come to mind, but... But I was telling Victor um, about how people take COVID more seriously in rural areas and pueblos. And then once you start going to more urban areas and more um, and areas with like basically like a higher population, it feels like people take COVID. Maybe maybe not 
less seriously, but in a way that they like people in Mexico can't stay home. Like they have to work much like people here. And when you take into account that most of the people in like, let's say Mexico city do work like on a, on a day to day basis, like it's, um, it, it makes it easier to see why it, it seems almost impossible to just apply COVID quarantine regulations all across the city just like that on a whim. Um, so instead, it just feels like people go about their their daily lives while somewhat following the precautions, like people wear the mask. You'll go into a restaurant, a store, anywhere really, even like little hole-in-the-wall places and they take your temperature. And I was just telling them about like COVID in Mexico and how like they're handling it and how in the big city in the big cities it felt like it was um less less of an issue for regular people than it was in like rural areas and pueblos where people do seem to take it more seriously but even so in the big cities where it feels like people don't take it that seriously they still every every establishment every business has like their regulations that they still follow for example Nearly every place that you go into in Mexico, even if it's like a small little hole in the wall store, it still takes your temperature. Okay. And has like floor mats for you to wipe your feet yeah, no, and clean again, your feet. First time I've ever heard about that. Yeah, like they don't even do that here. Like they have no. that over there. Yeah, I've never heard of it. Yeah, and then there's like a person giving you hand sanitizer and uh and sometimes there's not. And even if there's not, people are still taking like it? taking it. Yeah. yeah. Whereas uh, as like as opposed to here, um, I think I already said this, but I went to Vegas like the weekend after I went to Mexico. Um, and seeing that contrast of like how a touristy place in the U.S. handles COVID versus a touristy place in Mexico, you could totally see that people in the U.S. are more lenient. Like even when they have people giving you hand sanitizer, you'll have people not taking it. Or if they have the machine um that like dispenses hand sanitizer or the hand sanitizer by itself people don't take it and then if you go to mexico and the hand sanitizer is just sitting there by itself people do take it like they're just that i guess con conscientious of like the the like the conditions and the situation that they're in and i don't know there's totally a difference um in the way mexico is handling covid so I think they. I mean, it sounds like the US overall is, are just being more responsible. The U.S. is an embarrassment, straight up. Like, the yeah, way we've been handling this, and not even know. the government, but regular ass people. <laughs> like, <laughs> people in Mexico have more hygiene than the people in the U.S. I feel. I mean, like the people from the U.S. and the U.S. and or not the U.S. Mexico, like, actually is like. Um, when I visited my my dad's sister. And my dad's dad and my cousins out there, uh, we like talked about some of the differences between like living in the U.S. and living in Mexico and a lot of like their life, <laughs> it sounds like revolves around like um, getting water. <laughs> and, 
No. <laughs> and like heating up water. Simple. Like my times, bro. Okay. Just like, hanging out. You know. Just, just hanging out getting water. <laughs> just hanging out getting water. The real like things where, that matter. Okay, where my aunt lives, they only get running water every um three days. So they have it to really catch matters. it. Yeah, like it every really three matters. days they have to catch that water. That's the thing, though, so what like, they do is they just fill up a bunch of tubs. They someone's always like on watch yeah. of when the water's coming. Yeah. You bet. And they Bro, fill up tubs to last them the whole week of water. If I had to deal with that kind of bullshit, you guarantee I'd be so close to that person who's doing that, who's helping me out. Mm-hmm. You know, doesn't matter who it is. Some random dude I found from Craigslist, a family member, a friend, doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. I'm close to that fucker because I need them to get me some fresh ass water when it's their day. Yeah. You know, it's like, that's it. You, your, your priorities are more aligned of what really matters. Yeah. You know, in America, there's so many things that distract you that you just, your priorities just get misaligned and you, you, you take, like some things take a false lead. Yeah. Like, I don't think people in the U.S. really think about the fact that like as shitty as the house that you live in may be, at the end of the day, you still have running water. From a sink in your bathroom. From a sink in your bathroom, you have like the lights on all the time you have pretty good wi-fi connection <laughs> like you know what i mean yeah no exactly you have a a cell phone with like a, a plan probably a like not food a food place that can sell you a burger for 99 cents well i mean i feel like they're good with it didn't seem like they were struggling with food out there but like it's other way it's like no matter where you go mm-hmm. no matter where you go it's yeah. not like you're gonna hit dirt roads anytime soon unless you live in like a Unless you live in Feeland, California, you know. And even then, it's like, I bet you it's nicer there compared to, like, like the some, like some of the places that my family lives in in Mexico. You know, I don't know. I don't know. It's just a different life. I feel like people really over there live in, like, in conditions that, like, you don't even, they, like, they don't even know that they're living in bad conditions because they're just used to it. You know, yeah. like it's just it's crazy. Again, things that we take for granted here, like even visiting like my grandma's house in Hidalgo. Um, she has like running water, but she doesn't have hot water like her. So she has a, a thing that heats up her water, but it's solar powered. So it's very dependent on the sun. And, mm-hmm. and like, I think the most recent time I went, a big tree started like growing over it, which was like shading it Shit. up. Yeah. So it's yeah. like she wasn't getting any sun and, and her water wasn't heating up. Even things like that. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like there's yeah. always some essential thing missing, you know? Yeah. That. Whether it's your, like, for example, gas over there, they don't pay for, they don't have a gas company or ga- gas companies. Um, what they do is they buy tanks of gas. Like propane? I, or like, I don't know. No, propane's for like cooking, right? And like, it can be like what heats up your shower. I guess maybe. I don't know. Mm-hmm. They buy tanks of mm-hmm. gas, propane, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, There's some king of, the, king of the hill joke that you're not going to hear right now. <laughs> propane. <laughs> propane. What was propane and propane know. accessories? Whatever the fuck it is, King of the Hill fan. Propane and know. propane accessories. I haven't seen King of, the, King of the Hill yet. So, but as soon as I, I see you haven't it, seen King of the Hill, not all of it to know exactly what the fuck the reference is. 
what <laughs> you don't have to watch that much king of the hill to know propane the propane and propane accessories yeah because he has a propane is that, like is that the exact thing hank hill has a store of propane and propane I accessories hank hill had, i know hank hill fucks with propane <laughs> you know but i don't know what the exact hank hill like propane saying is you know, it's propane. Pro- it's exactly that. It's pro- propane and propane accessories. See, prior to this podcast, I didn't know that. You know, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Anyway, they're buying propane and propane <laughs> accessories in Mexico because <laughs> they have no choice. They have to. <laughs> they are. <laughs> Like technically, like it's yeah, Some it's supposed to be a joke, but they are. Like you just told me your grandma's taking cold showers. Bro. She's taking cold showers. First off, cold, okay, real quick side note: cold showers are actually very good for you. Who those who don't believe, like they're actually very good for you. It's so unpleasant. Yes, of course. And like, the benefits so a lot do not outweigh. The, so it's fasting, but it's very good for you. You know. But the benefits don't outweigh the suffering. Some will differ. Some will argue. Like all, I will argue for sure that in, for in, cold showers, cold showers, yeah, I'll argue for that. I don't do it, but I'll argue. You'd for rather it. take a cold shower here and there. I'll take a cold shower. Okay, but like, but the thing is, like recently, okay, recently my gas went out. You know, and I had to take a very cold shower. Now it's shivering, and my roommates heard me, and I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, they were very embarrassing." That <laughs> sounds horrible. It was horrible, but at the end, I can't deny the health benefits that I felt like that same day. I felt awake ready i felt good you know it shit <laughs> like apparently if you take cold showers for like a long period of time but what does it actually do it helps you like able to withstand cold more so like let's say it's like um it's like for californians right as soon as it hits 60 degrees we're we're we're, sh- we're cold we're shivering you mm-hmm. know it might you might be able to withstand 50 degrees i don't know it's 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 your cold. Your... Well, why would I want to adapt my body to somewhere that's not my climate? <laughs> <laughs> like I don't live in Michigan. <laughs> I live in California. <laughs> You're like, what am I paying these taxes for? <laughs> like, what? why do I want to change the temperature of my body if the temperature is working against me? <laughs> like, my body is used to like a hundred degrees. I'm not used to sixty. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Like I feel good in a hundred degree weather. Like it feels nice. <laughs> oh my god, on a little side note, when I went to Vegas <laughs> No, but this is weather related, I swear. <laughs> When I went to Vegas, there were it was freezing, dude. It's it was in Vegas, right? And it's like the weather is like averaging like sixty degrees <laughs> and like fifty. And, and you were freezing. Yeah, and I was freezing, but because of COVID, like they had these really good like deals. <laughs> <laughs> and so, all, people from all over the country went to Vegas. Like when I was there, so it was all like Trump supporters from like michigan and shit yeah and they're like walking around in t-shirts because i'm like they're not cold they're from like wisconsin yeah they're wearing shorts and shit yeah this is like warm weather for them yeah, like i bet yeah. you it's like snowing over there Dude, or something came here oh my god they'd be in tank top yeah <laughs> no when i see people like that it blows my mind i'm like i'm dying my sister's from alaska right now like she's living in alaska 
Like and it's like freezing. Bro, it's Alaska. <laughs> <laughs> it's Alaska. They pay you to be there. Like <laughs> it's Alaska. It's so cold. They pay you to be there. Damn. <laughs> they really do though. <laughs> yeah, dude, like, like if they came here to California, they would be living their best yeah, life. Yeah. They would hate true. it in the summer. Shorts and a tank top. Yeah. Oh my God. But in winter, they would be thriving. They'd their be thriving. Winter would be like winter this would be their summer fucking yeah <laughs> no for real like right now just think about that how cold it is right now some people are like chilling right now and i'm wearing like two layers some are wearing three <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to admit it huh but you're watching this podcast <laughs> and you're thinking that's like reverse sexy you're like <laughs> Adding it's layers like, instead of like taking layers off. <laughs> like I bet you're wearing three. You're wearing I three, bet you're wearing you? three. Huh? <laughs> Big boy. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay if you are. You know, I've double socked one time. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> I've double socked one time. I have double socked one time. <laughs> and double pants. No. <laughs> no. No. I no. live in California, dude. It's not that bad. <laughs> but see, that's where I'm like, cold I showers. To Big Bear. No, nuh-uh. no, no. <laughs> There's nothing. I mean, I've taken cold showers like before. There was one time I and um, I hated it. I spent a week out in Flagstaff, Arizona, one time when I was young, on a vacation with uh-huh. my grandpa, and we had to take cold showers in a horse trailer, and. uh like and every, Arizona's like desert, right? So it's yeah, hot. It was, no, it was cold. It was cold at night. It was it was cold. At, I mean, cold showers are cold showers regardless. But like, um, it was cold when we took the showers. And um, mm. I don't know. I remember coming back from that thinking I was I was feeling good. I just remember feeling like at one point after feeling like good third, that it's like over after the third cold shower in the middle of it, not when it was over. I remember feeling. This does feel good. I I'm used to it now. I can't relate. Uh-uh. That's the thing. It's like you at at one point. Even even in like the dead of summer when it's when I'm dying and it's Ooh, super I hot. I no, I, I hate taking a cold shower I at can't, any I point. Can't, I can't be this dead at that point. It has to be like at least lukewarm. But I can never take a cold shower. Mm. <clears throat> mm. No, I get you. I get I'd be that. miserable. I'd no, just be you, miserable. You probably the whole time. would at first. That's the thing. <laughs> You know, at first, at first, yeah, that's that's always the thing. I mean, I guess, yeah, you get used to you, you get used to anything. Absolutely, but like you're, the human body is. I don't want to, dude. <laughs> I don't want to, man. We don't have to. I paid so much taxes. <laughs> like, like we, I have gas. Like I'm gonna use. No, it. you're absolutely right. You're I'm absolutely. not gonna not use it. Yeah. Um. Okay, a little bit of a tangent here, but we started like boiling water at our house because mm-hmm. like we, my sister opened the tap water. She opened the sink yesterday to drink some water. And she was like, why does my water have so many particles in it? Oh, shit. There was like so many particles in the water. So she just filled up like a big thing of water and started boiling it. Mm. And then we just put it in the fridge and... and no, we just have. Um, Do you have like a picture? I think we're gonna like, start like boiling our water to disinfect and like put it, it in the pitcher and put it in a pitcher. I mean, that's that's the safest way, honestly. Right? Yeah, right. Like, right? I don't know, man. No, the water is... does have a lot of particles. I still drink it, but it does make I mean, you. Water think. is water. It's better than the flints, right? Mm. Yeah. 
I mean, you don't know, aren't like a lot of um, like municipalities, like pipelines actually pretty contaminated? I mean, it's still better than Flint's, and right? Dirty. I mean, they say there are a lot of Flint's in America. <laughs> oh, shit. Like Flint is not like a yeah, one Flint's not the only Flint. Yeah. Yeah. No, <laughs> Quite a Flint. Okay, I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding about this. I swear to God. A couple like years back. I mean, it's been a while now, I think. I was like, I don't know. How old was I? Like 17, 18. I lived at the same house that I do now. And I opened the tap, like the sink tap water. And it came out like brown at first. And mm. I had to let it run for a while. So for it to get clear. Okay. Yeah. Mm. So it's not far off to me that like, I don't know, the pipes are old. No. And the water is totally. like probably not that clean. Totally. I think I'm going to get like a filter or something Shoot. for the sink. I'll get you a Brita. Yeah, like a Brita. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, guys. Purify your water. <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay. Before we like wrap up, we should talk about the Capitol. Oh, like, shit. Yeah, I forgot about that. Anyways. The Capitol Hill. We were there. What were they calling it? Insurrection? <laughs> we, we actually went. Um, That's actually part of like... The hiatus yeah. was that we took a mini detour. Like she came back from Mexico, like before Wednesday, and we were and like, we "Hey, just, you want to go? You want to? Trump wants us to go. Hit up Capitol Hill. You want to? You want to hit up uh, Nancy Pelosi's office? Yeah, you want to see if like uh, there's any anything, anything there, you know, or anything that we can drop here? Any votes we can find? <laughs> no anyways let's no. talk about this let's talk about this yeah yeah you were not in the in the capital i was not in the capital i was actually at your house hanging out with your dogs which are very sweet They're, your dogs are very sweet thank you yeah. and, and thanks for watching the dogs yeah no of course of course um nah, your dogs are very cute and i overfed the fuck out of them <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i feed my dogs wet food once a day and victor i guess thought it was twice a day yeah. So he was feeding the dogs every day wet food twice a day and they totally got fatter. <laughs> <laughs> like I noticed it when I came no, back and no. I saw them again. What's funny is like I never like I didn't even like plan on talking about how much I fed the dogs. But like I was telling like, I was we we ended up talking about the dogs and I was telling them like how I got one of uh, Frida, uh -huh. one of your dogs. uh to like kind of like chill for a sec and like just sit and like wait for your food. Yeah. And I'm slipped into that conversation how I fed him twice, <laughs> how I fed him wet food twice in a day within like a week and like it was like a week and like four days of uh -huh. like house of dog sitting, right? <clears throat> uh, you were feeding them twice a day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. The <laughs> So like as soon as I think I if, if we were gone for a month, you would have given them like heart disease. <laughs> like <laughs> he would be like like struggling to breathe when we got back. <laughs> yeah, they would have. <laughs> she would have. Frida would have diabetes. Coco would be like this. <laughs> <laughs> Coco would be regular she size. Would be couch locked, like until she died. No, like, Coco like up. used to be small. Like now she's like actually like regular sized. I feel like when I came back, I'm like, oh, you look like not skinny anymore. 
<laughs> she used to be skinny. <laughs> and Frida's always been fat, but she looks fatter now. <laughs> you know what's funny is like I just can't I can't stop thinking about like what you said to me like when you came back was like oh Frida must really love you because she's like all over you. <laughs> yeah. And then when you told me that I was like, no wonder. Yeah. Like she's she loves to eat. And you were feeding she her twice a day. Dude, that she dog, lives that to dog eat. lives to eat, bro. That dog lives like it's her last yeah. meal. Like every day. Like like I I'm so worried for her. I'm so worried. I'm so worried for Frida. There's gonna come a time, dude. I've thought about this where like I can't watch her every move. And if she's She's going to get stronger and she's going to be able to reach things that like she can't reach now. And she's going to get food that she didn't have access to before. Yeah. And I'm not always going to be there to stop her. And she's just going to like eat herself <laughs> no, it's slowly like, to that's, death. That's, that's the thing about Frida. She's like, oh, like, well, some dogs overall. I think a lot of dogs have this shared personality where it's like they can't stop mm -hmm. and they won't stop. Yeah. And like. It, like if you do manage to stop them it took a lot of training and like yeah. even then if like you left them in a room by themselves that so you know they would take it i wonder if frida would ever calm down eating as much no, as she eats i don't think so like even aubrey doesn't eat like that and i feel like aubrey loves to eat aubrey loves to eat but she she will like wait until it's her turn mm. and frida will like eat things that like aren't even meant for her to eat yeah no that's true yeah you know yeah i don't know man it, there's a very good conversation probably for nature versus nurture on this podcast mm -hmm. down the line but like uh when it comes to training dogs who knows you know his breed does have a have a factor in this because like you can probably say like yes like my dog cannot be tamed when it comes to food and my dog can but your dog and my dog aren't the same breed and yeah even if they were like these are two dogs in the outlier of like who knows how many dogs only live in like yeah max, like Aubrey like Max probably live like twelve years because she's a bigger dog you know it's like so the the simulation of like running how many times this dog will like not eat the food which it will eat the food like who knows how many times you can run that shit you know and find a good ratio of how many times it will eat it versus it won't you know? um. Dogs are interesting. I don't know. Like that mm. willpower alone. Yeah. And like for some dogs, like it feels like you can't tame them. Or like like and like maybe like you can tame them, but even then it like it would I, take a like lot. I just said like it would take a lot to tame. If freedom. they were in a room by themselves, like I know for a fact, if Aubrey was in a room by herself with a rabbit, that rabbit's dead. Mm. Straight up. If yeah. you've seen her, like on a on a trail walk. Yeah. Like she like she's a very good dog. Like, I can walk her without a leash any given time. But as soon as she sees a fucking rabbit, game over. Yeah. Well, she's also a hunting dog, too, right? I believe so. I mean, like... I think, like, that's part of the reason why. But I feel like Aubrey, like, she does like to eat, but I don't know. She does exhibit, like, some patience that, like, I haven't seen in Frida. And that's saying a lot because Aubrey does like to eat. You know, yeah, but like, like Frida, will, Frida will go out of her way. Yeah, okay, like yeah. she really will go out of her. Yeah, like and that's kind of like what I wonder. Like, okay, I think the extremities of like, but I think it's because she's been like, like starving before. Mm -hmm. Like I feel like her previous owners didn't feed her, and then 
she was on the street for like who knows how long she was really skinny when we got her yeah like she wasn't always as fat as she is now she used to be you like tiny post, i know like if, if anyone watches clips on the pod like you probably have seen the aubrey on the podcast but like we should probably post pictures of like our dog mm-hmm. just so you guys know yeah yeah to give you like a point of reference yeah. but um wait okay we should get let's get back to capitol hill <laughs> like let's, that's like the the, the one last thing we got to talk about yeah okay okay so anyways, 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 Trump totally incited that. Like, mm-hmm. And QAnon. Well, give us the rundown on the, the Capitol Hill insurrection. Okay, Trump was basically like, hey, yo, January 6th, show up, you know, you know, like. Uh, wow. Like, just show up and like. Cause like he noise. tweeted. I, I, I don't know what the tweet was exactly, but it, this all stems from Trump. You know, this is why Trump's banned from everywhere. Including Shopify, not Spotify, but Shopify. 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 You know, Trump has been banned from everything. But he explicitly, like, on Twitter was basically like, hey, called for January 6th. January 6th, you know, you know, come through. God, what was the tweet? I can't believe I missed it. I don't know. I don't know. I don't even think we could find it now at this point. I mean, I'm sure someone screenshotted it. Someone probably screenshotted it, but like, you know, it just seems like, who knows? Um, It's gone. So it's, I can't, that's a whole different conversation. Like the fact that like Trump's banned from everything, the internet. Yeah, it's yeah, like, that's a whole different conversation. Yeah, because that's like a free speech thing, and uh, it's like, yeah, they may be like organizations that like they they're not part of the U.S. They don't have to. They're a company, mm-hmm. you know. And again, this is the capitalism. Where economy. do you stand on Trump getting banned? I don't think it's a good move. Like, because down the line, someone's gonna invite him on a podcast. Mm-hmm. And he's gonna talk his ass off. Doesn't matter. I don't know. I don't really care that he's banned. I don't really care that much. I don't care, but also I, I don't think it's gonna I, do good. I don't think it's gonna do where bad. I think it doesn't do good is where you ban local people. That's already happening, though. That's been happening. True. true. Like, you know, good yeah. people have been getting banned. I don't think like you have to wait for bad people to get banned to realize that good people have gotten banned. It's I I guess it's just the content that's getting banned from, like what you're posting i mm-hmm. guess because yeah essentially it's like i know one person that was like banned from uh, social media because of like like uh of the insurrection stuff mm. like from like before it started till like after it started i know this person mm-hmm. to be like they were posting and i think i told you about this like, like yesterday morning but, like they were posting and it was very like q anon stuff Mm-hmm. Where it's like had key phrases, yes. yeah, you know, and it was all on Instagram. And uh, as soon as that, like, as it was ramping up to be, like, I didn't see on, um, on the day it happened, like on the Capitol, like when they stormed the Capitol, I didn't see what he was posting. Mm-hmm. But like prior to that, it was very cute. It was based. all yeah, was yeah, very, like cute, <clears throat> cute like stuff. Like yeah, we're gonna like. Like a reset's gonna happen, and he know? got banned. And he got banned, and he told me about it. And um, I was kind of like playing, like, like on the low, very sneaky, like, kind of like just like, oh, you know, that's crazy, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, and um, but like I knew what he was posting, and I was like, dude, like, you like that's what that's why he got banned. Yeah, because he was posting Q stuff. Q stuff. It's like it's it may not be like specific things, but it's like you're hinting towards something happening because of this movement that's mm-hmm. happening that trump's inciting you know yeah you're just adding fuel to the fire you know and that's the thing about q it's like q is 
Thrones to a large degree. It's like Q hasn't like Q not like Q has not posted since December eighth. Even prior to like what Q posted on December eighth was a video of of this fucking like very pro Trump video of like of uh it was a music video of We're Not Gonna Take It by Chris Richards. And um it, and uh, the whole time it was just like Trump like pro Trump fans and pro Trump rallies and pro Trump videos and just like just a super MAGA like like jerk off fest of like like fucking just Trump stuff. Mm-hmm. You know? And then before that was in like November, like early November, I believe it was like either third or fourth, like and it was just it just it was one word, it was Durham Durham or something like that, mm-hmm. or Durham or whatever the fuck. And prior to that was this you can't stop the storm that's coming. Mm-hmm. It's it's this entire time has been just nothing but shit. I don't know. This 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 whole thing that Trump has incited is based off QAnon, and Q has nothing but been shit. There's no real plan for it. There's no real leader for yeah. it. It's just been a mess this entire time, and it's been growing on itself this like since Q posted last. Like, there's no real movement here. It's just nothing but but people who don't really understand what's going on. And the entire time, it's like there's people who are defending conspiracy theories. Mm-hmm. You know, it's people who are saying like, "I don't believe in conspiracy theories," but you know, yeah, this and that. Yeah, and we were talking about this the other night. It's like I don't, I don't blame people for believing that there's like some kind of sex ring out there because mm-hmm. there probably is. You know, yeah, like there. I wouldn't doubt there are like some people in high power like fucking some kids. Yeah. Know? Like, that's something that I feel like everyone could get behind. Because you hear about, like, the Catholic Church fucking kids. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So what's what's there? Is there any reason for me to disbelieve the fact that, like, maybe some celebrities or some people of other power? Like, yeah, if, who's if, to say that, that politicians are not? Exactly. If Catholic <laughs> priests are doing that? Yeah. You know? Who's to say? It's all fair game at this point now. You know? So it's like Q QAnon has a very strong foundation and like but that's it. That's all they got. Yeah. And it just show it's been showing since this like since this insurrection, you know, of at the Capitol, it, it showed like there's the guy who was wearing that like a uh, fur piece and had no shirt, you know, he's known as the Q shaman. And the guy who can't. What does that mean? I, the Q know, shaman. He like he's from he's based in Arizona, and I know he was basically saying um, that he was just furthering Q beliefs and all that, and he he has a very like. He was very, just popular in like the QAnon community. Yeah, he has a, some load of like uh, a viral videos through Q, um, but he's based in Arizona, and he's also known as the guy who can't um, who's trying to uh, appeal his uh, <clears throat> like food. Like what he's getting from prison since he's gotten arrested from like uh Oh, he's on a food strike? Like uh, on a hunger strike? He uh not hunger hunger strike, but he has been like saying like he needs to have only organic food. Oh. Yeah. And <laughs> since his since his arrest, he's saying <clears throat> okay. like, like, hey, you know, I don't arrest, but like But I need only organic food? In order to survive. Huh. Okay. It's like, and like the commentary is what I've been hearing. It's just basically like, uh, 
oh, I didn't know prisoners had a choice. You know? Yeah. <laughs> but like, he is might, he has he been like charged, or is he just being held until trial? I think or? he's being held, but um, as far as I know, he's definitely been like been arrested for sure. Mm-hmm. You know, he's in he's in there, and um, even his mother made a defense of like he needs only organic food. You know. I, I've never heard of that in my life. Yeah. No. I've heard of like dietary, certain dietary restrictions, but I don't think organic food is one. Yeah. What? Like, I've never heard of that. Good, that's a very good point. Like, that, I don't think if that works for this guy. That should work for everyone else. Yeah. Like a non organic, like mm-hmm. tomato. Yeah. We'll right? be fine. Yeah. We'll suffice. Right. Like, it's I don't know. Some non organic tomato, <laughs> avocado, and some toast. Why do you and think? I would be okay. Yeah. In prison. Yeah. Why do you think like this like insurrection was like successful? Just Trump. Because like, like he... Trump, <laughs> Trump playing. I don't. I don't know what this guy believes in this stuff. That's the thing. <clears throat> I don't know. I can't tell. Like I just feel like if anything, he kind of just goes with it because it's what it somehow became popular. Mm-hmm. Like it somehow became like thing it has a world now it has a worldwide attraction you know where people across across the globe are believing in q like some countries like and i believe in finland like believe they have their own deep state you know mm-hmm. it's like every country's got their own fucking q yeah every country's got their own deep state it's every country's got their own set of pedophiles that are in in and if it's like that's yeah. the thing. It's like for like for in, in America, it's basically for politicians that are on the left and celebrities that are on the left. Anyone else who just is has any kind of like left kind of lean thinking, you know, they're they're part of this cabal of people who just bring kids and just and just use them for whatever the fuck, you know, and there's no talking them through it. Mm-hmm. And it's more popular, but as time goes on, especially with Biden's inauguration happening, was it yesterday? Today's, today's Friday? Today's Friday. Two days ago, Wednesday. Okay. So, I mean, like, that's the thing. It's like this whole thing. Like, like when I called my mom on the 11th, mm-hmm. like, uh, apparently there was supposed to be, like, some cute stuff happening at 9 p.m. the last day. Mm. Did, Did something? Nothing happened. Nothing happened, you know? Well, I was supposed to get like, like, uh, I was, I remember I talked to someone about it and they were like, it's going to be like an Amber Alert kind of warning. Like, you know what? how like Hawaii got like, like that fake yeah. warning. Yeah. You know, it was supposed to be something like that. Or like we would all get that kind of bullshit. And oh. like, apparently we were going to be like, uh, uh, in uh, the dark for like eight days or so. And Why would they make up like such like. Why not something easier that probably know. could happen? I don't know. That's the thing. It's like, I don't know what this is. It's just. Like, I feel like if, if Q said, like, Biden will wear, like, a white tie or a red tie or a blue tie or a black tie. And this means that. You, you know, know, just like a random prediction that probably could happen. Yeah. Then the Q believers would have actually taken that as, like, oh, you know, that's, he was right. But let's think if, it, if this bleeds into Biden. That's some horseshit because I, mean, I was talking to you about this. Like, uh, the fact that if QAnon's real, right, 
like that makes me like QAnon's beliefs were basically like Trump's the Messiah. Trump's the guy who's gonna do this shit. Trump was in power four years ago. Mm-hmm. Trump had the Senate majority four years ago. Trump was the fucking dude. But you're telling me he couldn't expose everyone for what they was for what it was? Mm-hmm. This guy couldn't even build a fucking wall. This guy couldn't even repeal Obamacare in the first two years of his presidency. You know? And you're still gonna believe, like, tell me that he's gonna expose everyone for being this pedophile, mm-hmm. like whatever the these fucking like this deep state of whatever who whoever the fuck, you know? This guy couldn't do shit. Like, and you still believe it? Like, that's that's the only thing with me. It's like this whole Q thing, it's it's starting to crumble within, you know, it I, I mean, at least I hope, you know, at this point. Because it can't it can't go on. It's well, we were a, we were talking about this, how it could be the case that QAnon just evolves into something else. It can, yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, the, that same group of people is still going to keep justifying their beliefs, like, until QAnon just turns into something else that's not QAnon anymore. Like how it went from being Pizzagate to QAnon. Mm-hmm. Then it's going to go into another thing. But those people are still going to be there, like, talking about the cabal and the conspiracy and, like, the deep state and shit. Yeah, and they're just gonna it's gonna be like a new arc like they're doing something else arc. yeah it's a new conspiracy it's, it's arc Sasquatch, like uh, like the QAA guys Q Anon Anonymous podcast and again I will, I will plug this for a while but great podcast if mm-hmm. you guys are really yeah. trying to get into like, the weeds of Q Anon stuff yeah they're follow fun follow them subscribe to the Patreon fantastic stuff um like this is just gonna evolve into other stuff you know it's just it, it's a it's a here of conspiracies like you have like, like the Loch Ness monster and Sasquatch on like the very lower tier kind of stuff, mm-hmm. and then you have like the fact that like um like the Bermuda Triangle goes up higher, you know. Then you have like aliens going up higher. You have uh, just all kinds of stuff going on, you know, where it's like there's there's like certain kind of conspiracy theories where it's like it's okay, it's fun to believe in that. Yeah, like, like, Loch Ness monster is fun to believe in. QAnon is not fun to believe in, mm-hmm. you know, because it it takes people away from reality, you know. Because if you believe in QAnon, then you look at your government completely different mm-hmm. from everyone else. You look at life differently. <laughs> life yeah. differently, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. That's not fun. Mm-mm. Um, yeah. Uh, I mean, anything else you want to say about like the capital insurrection? I don't know. I, I I didn't know anything when it was happening. I found out about it. Uh, like I knew something was happening, but I never looked into it, and I didn't fully find out about it until I got back. And then like all my my only coverage of it was the like the news channel that they played at the hotel room, and they just kept showing clips of the people like storming Capitol Hill. And they just look crazy, like and like they look like incels that, like an incel meetup, mm. and like I don't know, they kind of it had very like like Antifa vibes, really. Where, like everyone's like in costume and like looks ridiculous and mm. like is like trying to like overthrow like something. Yeah, you know. I have a couple of things to say. I think for those who were going, who really meant it to be a revolution, grow up. That was not 
Mm-hmm. None of you. Like, I, it was only six people who died. Oh, wait. But I saw, like, their goal was to delay, like, the certification of the, the results, right? Mm. The election results. And I think they did, like, succeed in that for a while. They delayed it for, like, a couple of hours. The Electoral College, like, was, like, officially certified. Like, literally yeah. within, like, the next, like... I mean, they didn't like, stop it. Yeah, at the no, end of the day. No, they didn't do shit. Mm. Like, they didn't do anything. Yeah. Dude, like, they were... That movement was meant to be a revolution. Mm-hmm. Like, that wasn't meant to be, like, a protest. It was supposed to be a revolution, you know. And they went half-ass on it. On mm-hmm. it. At least Black Lives Matter at least burned a police station. Come on. Mm-hmm. Like, bro, they didn't do shit. Yeah. Like, they just kind of, like, stormed the gates and, like, the police let them in, you know. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know, man. Like, I think, if anything, like, it's just bullshit. It happened. I do think it's an embarrassment. It makes us look weak. It is an embarrassment. It, it makes us look super weak. It makes us look like losers. Like what? Like people can just storm into like fucking Capitol Hill like that? You know? Yeah. Like yeah. what? Like they just let that happen? Although like the more and more information comes out, I will say like people who were working there that like that tried to um, uh, distract certain like people who were there, like who would like lead them away from certain hallways that would make them intervene with Mike Pence or like Nancy Pelosi or anything like that. You know, those people who made those routes change or those crowds of people, heroes for sure. Because I don't know what would happen if like those crowds had met like Nancy Pelosi in the hallway. You know? Was anyone even in the building? Uh yeah, no, no. We had we had uh congressmen, uh all kinds of people in there. Pelosi was there, Pence was there. Uh, the AOC was there. Where were they? They were. I don't know exactly. But um. Uh, Damn, I didn't know that. I thought Capitol Hill was empty. No, it was full. So there were Congress people in there. Yeah. Yeah. And they were able to hide them. I guess they were able to distract them or deter them from the destination. Like for example, like if you had like there's a security guard right going through the hallway, mm-hmm. and straight away from this hallway is a door, right? Mm-hmm. But there's also a left side that they could go. What that security guard did was like kind of like bait them into this direction, and then made them go left instead of going straight to this straight to this doors, which is where the Senate congressman ordered. Oh, so they were diverting traffic like mm-hmm. away from where the Congress people were. But just but as a form of bait, because these were people who were storming the Capitol. These were people who made their entrance. They were invading the Capitol. Mm-hmm. So they act as bait, so mm. and somehow make them go a different way. Mm. So, however way they did it, you can look at you can look at the videos on it. Well, I didn't even know that Pelosi and Pence and mm-hmm. AOC and them were in there. Because like the more That's information, kind of dangerous. Come, Why would they not tell them to get out? I think it happened. You know? No, I think like they should. This was like a planned thing. Like police definitely knew. Right. I mean, like, and they should have told the if the, they knew, the people in well, Capitol Hill thing, to get out. Though, like, and again, this goes like if this is Black Lives Matter, that they never would have gotten inside. Like straight up, they never would have gotten inside that mm-hmm. in that bit in that building at all. Like, I don't know. Maybe they would have let them because they let no, them take over police no, stations. No, I don't believe that at all. I don't believe that at all. Like you're telling me. Yes, I do think so. I don't know, man. Because they this they is let the Capitol we're talking about, but they let. BLM protesters take over police stations. And I feel like, if anything, you could make the case that it, 
should be even harder to take over a police station because that's police. They have the weapons. They have. I don't know, man. Like when there's like congressmen and congresswomen there. Uh, I mean, that's there. irresponsible. Mike Pence is there, the vice president. I don't know about that one. Yeah. Like that's hard for me to believe that they would let BLM take that. <laughs> I don't know, but they let them. They let them take over police stations. Yeah, I mean, you got a point there. Right. And but like, I think that's, you know, that's situational, right? That's coming off something that just happened in in public view, right? Mm-hmm. You know, George Floyd happened and these protests happened. Mm-hmm. For this, this is different. This is like the president was like, you know, mm-hmm. I'm cool with this. Um, I don't know, but I feel like police at Capitol Hill knew, though. I know, man. I feel like they knew. I mean, well, I feel they're... like they knew. And why would you not tell the Congress people to get out? Like, that's that that makes it seem like they wanted something to happen. Mm. If they're letting these protests happen and then there's Congress people in there. Because people kept saying, what if they found AOC? They would have killed her. And like, I don't know, probably something would have happened if they found AOC. I mean, like they brought a news like <laughs> And why would they not tell AOC to get out? They I like mean, want a no, story. That's so interesting to me. Like they brought a news, but like they cry when we take guillotine rich. You know, like it's it's the same. Well, because to them, like AOC is like the same thing as like the the rich. No, exactly. Right? It's just it's it's a vicious circle. That's the same shit. It's all the same bullshit. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah. So a bunch of right wingers stormed Capitol Hill, and Q-Anon a bunch of them shambles. like got charged. Yeah, they got charged. Uh, QAnon's going down, like it's eating itself within. It's also like growing at, on its own pace. Like Trump didn't go to the inauguration. No, like a little bitch. It doesn't even feel like we have a new president. I'll give you that. Feels the that. same, right? Yeah, I mean Biden did say like fuck the Keystone pilot. Keystone pipeline. But like, eh, you know, that's the only thing. I don't know. When they start giving more aid, I'll feel like we have a new president. Yeah. Uh, bitch better have my money. That's all I got to say. Like, bitch better have my fucking money. Yeah, I agree. Like, I, I say $2,000, not 1400 Yeah, I like what Cori Bush was saying about making $2,000 and doing it retro- retroactive. Dude, and- that's what everyone's been saying. Why not just make it just 2k every month that's it mm-hmm. that's all i need retroactive to <sighs> like that's wishful thinking that'd be cool that'd be cool if like biden got his shit together and was like yeah let's do it <laughs> like <laughs> let's give everyone two thousand dollars old as fuck who does he have to live for anymore right like who gives a fuck anymore? yeah he's gonna yeah just do it yeah, maybe you can't push him left because he's old as fuck and he's caring about his legacy. I don't know. He doesn't know what's going on. Yeah, you can. So maybe like the it could be like Trump, where the last person in the room is the person he's gonna listen to. Honestly, dude, the I right just, person. In I there. just hope he has dementia and Bernie Sanders comes in and he's like, "Hey, you have to do this," you know, <laughs> and fucking he just goes for it. I don't give a fuck. I don't. I don't care. I don't care. I just hope Biden is not a senile old man who who doesn't give a fuck about who doesn't care about old people, but poor people. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Like that's in the end. I feel like he can be pushed right and pushed left, but that's wishful thinking at the end. Yeah, who knows? I don't know. Um, you're gonna have to keep me updated. I'll keep you updated. Yeah, keep me updated on what happens with this new president. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, with that 
being said, I mean, should we call it? I think that's like, that's it. Yeah. No, yeah. Uh, we miss you guys. Uh, we'll be back. We're going to have a great year. We're going to have a great year. Yeah, we're going to have more more episodes coming your way next week and the week after mm-hmm. and more more cool stuff. And more we know cool it's, stuff. We know it's late, but happy fucking new year. Happy new year. You made it to 2021. Yeah. Yeah. Go out. Go out at this point. Celebrate. COVID's it. not real. COVID's, COVID's not, not real. real. The mask is fake. The mask doesn't help. Suck a dick. Be nasty. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> yeah, let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Bye guys. Bye guys. Bye.